All right, welcome to Monument Football Coach Podcast number four here with Joey Fields, the head football coach at Mingo, Mingo Central High School. Um, just want to get started with a couple business items. If you want to find links to this podcast, you can go to zachdavis24.blogspot.com or you can find it on my Twitter handle at zachdavis24 or just search in iTunes mind of a football coach. So today we're going to just have a conversation with Coach Fields. Uh, he just became the head coach of Mingo Central. Uh, they just won the state championship, so obviously I got a lot to learn. Got to get some wisdom, and uh, we'll just go from there. So I'll just let Coach introduce himself. Got to talk about how long he's been there, um, you know, what his vision is for that program, and we'll we'll go from there with a couple different topics today. So go ahead, Coach. Coach, I appreciate you having me, man. I re- I, I've enjoyed listening to you and. Uh past couple shows so i'm excited to get to do this with you for sure but yeah i've been at mingo central for um this will be my seventh year been there since uh, day one of the school um called the first play so um you know it was a i think it was a we call it spin pass which was a wheel route to uh joe may you know so it's been exciting ever since then but um yeah this is this will be my first year head coach i've been with coach kinder for the um, past eight years, so um, we're excited about getting going, and um, there's a lot of excitement like right now, of, you know, of course you mentioned the win a state championship, so there's a lot of excitement down there, and we're excited about getting going, and, um, you know, it's, it's kind of been a roller coaster since, you know, being hired, so. Yeah, I bet, that's, uh, that's not something I've, I've had as a coach, as a player, I won a couple state championships, but right. as a coach, I've, I've always come up short, so I guess I'm not that I'm not that level of a coach, I guess I was a player. Well, I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know about that, I don't believe I was that level of a player, I don't know if I'm that level of a coach, but you know, our guys worked really hard this year, and um, you know, it, they just bought into what we're doing, that's the main thing, I think, most, you know, been going to these clinics for a long time, most of what you hear is philosophy now. You know, it used to be the X's and O's, but now it's more about people are talking about philosophy, and that's what, kind of what we've we started doing as a program. These kids have bought into that, and we've seen that each year get better and better, and I think that's a big reason to us being successful. It's guys buying in and, uh, you know, kind of you talked about, you know, last week speaking our language, and these guys have bought into this language, and it's just carried over, and it's been, you know, we've been successful by doing that. Shoot, Coach, talk about your, your philosophy. I love to yeah. hear about that. I mean, what we preach to our players as far as, you know, it's like doing your job one, one, uh, with max effort one play at a time. You know, doing your job, you know, we're not asking you to do a bunch of different things. It's just do your job, you know, max effort. We tell them effort is the heartbeat of success. And uh, one play at a time, concentrate on that play, and then the next play will take care of itself. And these guys have just ran with it, you know, ran with it. And, um uh, you know, I know it listening to you talk about win the day. I mean, it's it's even to that, that one play at a time. Yeah, you sure. know what I mean? Let's beat everybody today here in June. Let's beat everybody in July working out. Let's beat everybody when we as we're preparing. And that's just carried over to so many things on and off the field. Right, right. You know, uh, as far as philosophy and offense, you know, we are a um, spread team, a lot of wing T principles, you know, as far as we're lining up in two by two and three by one. But, you know, we're still running, you know, um, Counter tray, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of QB power, um, you know, off tackle trap. So I mean, that's kind of what we want to take them out in space and you know run downhill at them with the tempo. Sure, style. yeah, coach. Yeah. I'm so big in the no huddle now. It's like I don't know how you ever call to play in a huddle. No, you're right. No, you're right. You Absolutely. call it a blind. You know, I mean, it's, right. you you line up in you come out in the huddle and you line up a 
tight end wing right and toss it right and they bring off the edge. Well, uh, <laughs> right. well you know, you just don't have that problem in the no huddle. So we're a big no huddle team. And, uh, you know, tempo when we want. Um, one thing people ask me is like, well, are you going to be able to go as fast and tempo because you have a lot of two-weight starters? My my opinion on that is I think we can because nobody else is doing it. Yeah, yeah. Now, if we were playing a team every week that was doing that also, yeah, we'd have to idle it down. But everybody else is getting in huddle and taking – 20 seconds off the play clock, and you Yeah, yeah, you're right. So yeah. we're going fast on offense. It's just, a, you know, it's kind of – now, if everybody starts doing that and we're playing, you know, we start playing the Martinsburgs of the world and those – yeah, it, the philosophy may change. But you Right. Know. I had a wise coach once tell me it's easier to get a kid in shape cardiovascularly than it is, like, muscular oh, like yeah. strength. Absolutely. Um, so sometimes it plays in your, in your favor to just go faster. Right. You know. That's cool. So you say wing T philosophy. Yeah. So are you guys in the inside zone? Or? We are inside zone. Yeah, okay. we are inside zone. Kind of, you know, we do run some inside zone, and then um, you know a lot of gap scheme stuff. You know, power. First play I would start out with teaching would be power. You know, I think you get the down blocks, you get the you get the guard pull. You know, you get that backside cut off and all that stuff. But we start with power, and then transitions into counter, and then inside zone things like that. But um, yeah, we're, I mean, you know, we 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 work in tackle to tackle a lot, you know. I mean, and Jeremy helped us at quarterback so much of getting the edge and different things like that. And depending, of course, on what type of back we do have, you right. know, it changes each year. Does your back come back from last year's season? No, he's gone, and he's a tough one. He's a and he's a tackle to tackle downhill yeah, guy, yeah. and he's tough to tackle, man. And but. Uh, no, we got we got another little scat back maybe, with, so we may do some different things, you know. So I'm I'm excited about that. Tinkering around with it there in June. So yeah, yeah. Um, for the people that don't know Mingo Central's history, talk about kind of how your high school came to be and um, the, just the history before right. it even opens. It's it's a strong tradition. <laughs> Absolutely, you know. I mean, it's it's between Maitland, Birch, Williamson, and Gilbert. You know, Williamson, Birch, very strong in the basketball tradition. Mm-hmm. You know, a bunch of state championships there, and then uh, one Gilbert are very strong in football tradition. Okay. But you're still going to get them athletes, you know, from right. so. But when we consolidated, one went to the semifinals year previous. Gilbert was one and nine. Oh, okay. So, I mean, and then, you know, Birch, I think they were maybe three and seven. Wimson was six and four. So, we weren't very good at start, you know. But we we had 70, 75 to 80 guys. Right. You know, but – um it's the those freshmen was the the freshman of that first year was the first team to really get it going. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? We went nine and one. I think we had number one scoring offense that year. Uh, but we ran into Wayne, and that was when Wayne was really tough. Wayne's oh, still yeah. pretty tough, but uh, you know, but tradition there. You know, people love football down there. They come out. I mean, we're thirty five hundred almost every game, coach. Wow. Yeah, it's unreal. Wow. It's very exciting, and the things we build on along with. Uh, you know, Coach Kinder, myself, and uh, Wes Wilson, the things we've been on. I mean, we have our own intro song. You know, uh, wow. we come out, we touch a pillar, which is kind of like Clemson Rock, mm-hmm. Howard's Rock. And then we walk. You're seeing it from the stands as the music's going on. And then you walk into the tunnel. I mean, it's an exciting thing that we just want to build. But it's all that's for the kids, you know. I yeah. mean, they love it, and they buy into it. And that's kind of, you know, our motto this year has been, um, this is Mingo. Okay. Uh, and kind of what I – 
and I got that from Tom Herman with This Is Texas. Okay. My thing with that is this is Mingo. This is who we are. Right. You know, I want embrace it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a target on your back now, and we're embracing that. And then, uh, you know, this is Mingo. We're different and unique, but it's our way of doing things, and I think we're successful sure. by doing that. Yeah, that's it's interesting you talk about it. We all have to find what works for us. Absolutely. You know? right. um, and high school is so unique because you don't recruit your guys. Yeah. You know, you just develop your players. You can't go sign a guy. Yeah. Now, there are high schools that do recruit, but um, you know, we used to have to take what we have and mold our, our philosophy. Right. How, what's your stance on it? Do you have like an offense that's yours and kids fit into it, or do you fit the team? I, I'll, fit, I'll fit to the personnel. Like when we first started, man, we were wing T heavy. I mean, we were under. We had some double wing, you know, some double wing gun. Um, and then we got into, you know, our quarterback developed. So we started spreading it out, running some QB power, QB counter. And now with, you know, now with Jeremy, you know, I think – I think we threw it like 36 times in one game. Like for us, that's you know, yeah, that's you know, a lot. It's a lot. And then we did that a couple games. So um, it's kind of developed to the guys that we have. We had really good skill guys, really good wide receivers last year, mm-hmm. and this year we'll we'll be really good up front. Okay. So it's kind of just yeah. But I do know. I don't think I'll ever get away from power counter uh, inside zone. Uh, you know, um, two and three traps, something like that. But uh, it's just the forms of I use it uh, formations to solve problems. You know that's okay. kind of my philosophy on that. Okay. But that's interesting. Formations to solve problems. I mean, we were talking before we started the podcast. You know, at Riverside, we don't have a tight end. We don't use right. you don't use one either. And, no. You know, that six foot one, six foot two, two hundred and two hundred twenty pound kid. Right. Yeah, that's a tackle for us. They don't. Yeah. Those kids don't run absolutely really well. And we have, which isn't. I'm not being negative. It's just kind of the fact that. What their what their body can do, um, but you know it's cool to hear that you you bowl around their talents. Yeah, we're the same way, really, Coach. I mean, being that we're kind of like you as far as the size of our guys, uh, and we had a big receiver this year. Then we had a we had a six five defensive end, but everybody else, you know, they're a five ten right. type guy. And um, you know, for us, if we're going to run a tight end, he'd probably be a guard. You know what I mean? Yeah, that can sure. that could. But I, my philosophy was if that tight end can't block. He ain't gonna get open. Yeah, right. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, so right. people have learned how to guard a tied in in the past game. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, just like I say, people have learned how to guard verticals out two by two, but they're still trying to master it in three by one. Right. Yeah. So you know, just the example there. But uh, yeah, I'm, I, we're with you on that, really. Yeah. I mean, that's just, you talk about three by one verticals. Interesting. You know, we see a lot of cover three. Yeah. Uh, same. And, same. Uh, on defense, we run about no cover three because uh, you know right. your passing game in high school is built to beat that. I feel like it, our it is, it is. Um, and you know, so we're a lot of man to man on on defense. What are what are you guys defensively? What defensively, you, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll stay with that four two box. You know, even going into practice playing is we don't run cover two, so we don't practice cover two. Right. You know, we are a lot of man. Um, and we'll show three, roll into three, things like that. You know, I got a good defense coordinator, uh, Josh Simmons, which um, we played together in high school. And he he, he played uh, a year or two at Marshall. Then he uh, transferred to UPIC, University of Pikeville. But, okay. you know, he um, – yeah, we're 4-2. Four 4-2, two, four two, kind of mostly 4-4, four four, right. you know what I mean? But, yeah, we, uh, we're we mostly playing man or version of cover three. Yeah, right. Uh, it's funny you talk about, you know, spread. I feel like – 
you know, man coverage, one, zero. Right. Uh, and quarters is a form of man to me. You know, vertical routes, you're, you're man. Yeah. With all the RPO and, and even heavy play action stuff you see these days, it's, it's the easiest thing for me to teach my kids without, you know, you watch Glacier clinics and they, oh, yeah. you can do all those millions of things to defend RPOs. I'm like, what's the simplest option? I asked Gibby one time, Coach uh, Tony Gibson, I said, you guys uh, play a lot. What's your answer for uh, uh, RPOs? Quarters? He said, hell no. Man to man. Yeah, right. He's a man to man. And I was like, well, that's easy enough. You know, which it is true. You know, I'm trying to run RPOs and somebody's man to man. I just don't call the play. Right. You, I mean, just yeah. don't call the play. It's, you know, it's. That's it. Because there's no conflict. You know, you can't, no. you're not conflicting that player because he, well, now you could if his eyes go wrong. Right. But he knows. He knows. Yeah. I'm locked up. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. So you, we were talking earlier about your your circuit this this offseason. Talk about the places you've been and what you learned from those different places. Yeah, I've been a lot. I, I was telling you, you know, I knew I was weak on some things, so I wanted to touch on some things. You know, a lot of special teams, things like that. But uh, went to Clemson, uh, went to University of Texas out in Austin, went to Notre Dame, um, went to West Virginia and Marshall. Um, but yeah, just tried to take the spring, man, and just learn and just get after it. I kind of uh, knew there was a possibility of me getting this head coaching job, and knew that's something I wanted to do. Which I tried to go to one or two a year, but I, you know, I, the, the Clemson was awesome, and Texas was awesome. You know, the Notre Dame was pretty good just to see that stuff. Is you know, you sure. also get to enjoy that too. So the football yeah. tradition and stuff. But yeah, it took a lot from that stuff. You know, you can't take everything. Right. You know, they got different guys, and but. Um, as far as their practice plan, how they're organized, um, those types of things. A play maybe here or there, or how does this play fit into what we do? Yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed doing that this offseason for sure. That's awesome. You know, it's funny. I was re- rereading Urban Meyer's book. Oh, yeah. Was it Above the Line? I think it's what it's called. Um, but it's funny. He talks about how he treats his players. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of it's good. We've built some of our stuff awesome. off that. But like you said, we don't. We can't go recruit a guy, no. you know, and you know we, we got to deal with kids and motivate them in different in different ways. And we have um, very similar types of kids. We're in the coal fields, yeah. Um, you know, and, and coach, talk about kind of how you how do you motivate your players to come out and play and stick with it because football is hard. You know, Absolutely, it's a difficult sport. Absolutely, and you know, and that goes back to us saying, you know, this is Mingo. What we mean by that is. Like we had guys up there working out and running on their own uh, yesterday, this you know this week. But we motivate and we try. You know we try to get them in uniforms and uh, you know my, our complex. You walk in and I want the guys in the past to be remembered. And that's just kind of a thing to motivate them and you know and all that. But it's um, it's hard, man. Now so the kids just don't. The day of putting on your helmet and a coach telling you run through that wall. Well, back in the day, okay, yeah, we'll just run through that wall. My coach told me to, you know? Right, yeah. Now it's like, won't you run through that wall? Well, why, coach? Well, because of this. It will help you and the team. Well, what's behind that wall? they got to know all those things. Right. So it's now it's like, hey, guys, we're going to work out real hard, man. we got a big game, first game. Uh, we work out real, you know, it's motivating them. It, mm-hmm. It's so different now. Mm-hmm. Even when I played, it was not long ago. But uh, in that, it's, like you said, it's the technology. But they're seeing these things of uh, uh, West Virginia doing this, Clemson, Texas, uh, you know, all these things, Ohio State. We're trying to do that as best we can. And I got a great guy in Wes Wilson. If I come up and said, hey, Wes, I want 
um, clowns on uh, all over the field when we come out. Oh, he'd have it done. I got you, coach. Yeah. Right, yeah. So yeah. I'm very fortunate to have good help to help uh, to help myself and our kids really buy into what we're doing. And right. that, and I think they'll play harder for you. And our kids believe they wouldn't. If we didn't have fireworks every game, I don't know if you'd give them play hard. You know, just an example. You know, <laughs> yeah, sure. But because they bought into that so much, and uh, you know, we've kind of sold that. But if that's what it takes, hey, sure, we'll do it. You know, and we're fortunate to do it. Thank, thank God. So yeah, that's awesome. I mean, it's you know, it's funny. You know, Twitter and Facebook and Snapchat have allowed oh, yeah. us to learn things, but like you were saying, also exposes kids to more. It does. Um, when my when I first got here, we were trying to be Georgia Tech on offense and right. do all those kind of things. I didn't really, under, really understand our personnel, yeah. having not been around them. And I was like, you know, let's let's go more spread, yeah. like we were when I was coaching Georgia and Florida. Right. Um, and a lot of the reason was because that's what they see on TV, and they'll buy into that. It quicker. is absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I, I sell kids with play like, did y'all see so and so run this last week? And they'll go, oh, they'll think, oh, it works. It, it's gonna work for us, you know. Right, yeah. But it's just kind of, it is. It's such a, it's such a sale game, you know. And uh, but I enjoy that part of it. I really do. I enjoy the part of uh, those types of things, you know. I, I like. I'm, I'm with them. I like what I see on Twitter. I like what I see on TV. I go to a clinic, you know. I see this, you know. What can we do? And our guys ex- get super excited. Like we're doing a uniform and helmet reveal. I saw that on Twitter. On you know on twenty first, and then later that night we're doing a Friday night lights camp, which Urban Meyer was the one that started that at Florida. Yep, yep. Well, that's for our middle schools. I mean, that's just something. You know what I mean? So yeah, our guys love that. They can't wait to see the uniforms, and we're going to do music and have old players that played at Mingo come out in oh, their okay. number. So those types of things, man. And uh, then we got a movie premiere going on. Uh, yeah, tell me about that. How did that come about? Yeah, well, Wes Wilson again. Uh, people, he's on Twitter, by the way, for people who, who don't know most of the podcast, but he is amazing. He oh is, my gosh. he's the man. And he, um, he filmed the whole year. He filmed the whole year from June all the way to the state championship. And, and, and it's going to be awesome. Not a lot of dialogue in it, but it films through the whole year on field. Oh, shoot. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. And then, so we're doing a movie premiere. And we're going to charge like two bucks, just kind of make money for our our program. And then um, it's going to be on the football field, weather you know, permitting. Right. But yeah, we'll have a screen out there and chairs, and we're going to sell popcorn and candy and do a movie deal. And it's the night before our first scrimmage, just to get guys excited, uh, community excited. Mm. You know, that's been so big. A consolidation is a lot of people are still stuck. Hey, I'm a Birch, Winston, Maitland Gilbert, you know. We're trying to make it mingo. Like we don't talk a lot about those schools, right? You know, we don't talk about their tradition. I, I, I never talk about Mate Warner Gilbert or Birch Winston tradition, never. And it's all about who we are, you know, mingo and building on that. It, you know, so I've had people say, "Won't you put the state championship pictures of Mate Warner Gilbert?" I said, "What does that do for us?" You know, in that context, what does that do for us? Sure, our guys don't. You know what? It's. It's good to, I guess, have and, you know, hear that from old guys out in the communities and things like that. But now we're building our own tradition that we're that's different and we're happy with, you know. So. Sure. I totally understand with you because, you know, East Bank and DuPont here. Absolutely. And, uh, it's, it's been a challenge. Okay. And it will continue to be a challenge, you know, to, to make us one community that, that gets behind, yeah. uh, you know, Riverside for a game. But I feel like our, this is as good as it's been 
in a while when people tell me. Right. You know, I don't want to be there for absolutely you know, going on three years. But it's interesting you talk about you only talk about Mingo because that's what you know. I we did here. We had kids come in wearing different middle school T-shirts. Yes. It's like, hey man, like I don't find a different shirt to wear. You know, I don't allow them. <laughs> we wear gray, black. Minor blue or white. That's all in. I said, guys, that, that red reminds me of Wayne. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. That blue reminds me of Fairmont. Yeah, we wear our colors. You know, right. we don't really allow them to wear Mate One or Gilbert or anything like that, which I, you know, I love those schools and, and all that, and that's where we come from. But this is Mingo Central. This is, you know, we're the minors up here. It's just different. It's a mentality. And guys, man, just boom, right by in right. because they see them, them guys older than them. You know, that's what right. we try to. You know, build leadership, and if you can't wear a mate one, if if you have to wear a mate one shirt up there, then how am I going to expect you to down block when I need you to in the fourth quarter? Sure. You know, like yeah. just wear black or white. You know, that's my. It's just build a mentality, and uh, you know, that's that's our whole thing. I like that. So, do you supply them with any of that, or is it we do as the season? We do at like. Um, starting in early August, so they'll get that. But like the freshmen have been coming up there, somebody's got a white and black shirt. I mean, they'll have kids; they'll sure. turn they'll turn them inside out because they might have red on the black. Oh, okay. Man, I'm loving that. Yeah. You know, because I'm saying, okay, they're listening to this. When things get tough, you know, I can count on, them. and they yeah. can, and and teammates can see, hey, I can count on that guy. Right now, that guy that don't, and he keeps doing it, he keeps doing it. Well, it don't happen because of other other guys. Hey, that's not what coach wants. Right. And that's just awesome right now. Yeah. You know, and it takes winning to do that, I'm sure. Yeah. It does. It does. Yeah. But, you know, and I say this in my interview when I applied for the job. I said, this is the most important year for Mingo Central football than it was even the first year. Because we are at the top now. What are we going to do? Because you can lose it super fast. Oh, yeah. Well, look at Riverside. Yeah. Or you can keep building on it. Yeah. And we got to keep building on it. That's why we have been relentless. Yeah. On you know promoting and it's all for our kids, man. I mean, we enjoy it, but it's all for our kids. Yeah, that's you know interesting. You talk about that. You know, winning helps up this off season. I mean, just the simple fact of like people picking up their stuff. Like <sighs> our locker room is immaculate now because you know they have bought in. Like, hey, if we do what Coach asks, we're going to win. Absolutely, that's and, awesome. Awesome, man. You know, winning cures all ills, right? For sure. <laughs> right? For sure. Uh, you were talking about you know kids. Having kids, giving kids stuff. Yeah. Kind of talk about your fundraising efforts and how do yeah. you do that? Because you know, as a high school coach, that's one of our biggest responsibilities. Oh, no, for sure. Our fundraisers, are, we always did the Hatfield McCoy Bowl, which was a senior, a senior bowl, which was okay. between uh, Kentucky and West Virginia in our area, you know, Hatfield McCoy's. Hmm. Um, then we did uh, East and West, which kind of split the state up within our area. But we did our biggest thing that we did, and I t- I'm taking a year break from it because I think it just needs it. But we did an alumni game between okay. Maitland and Gilbert okay. and Coach. That place, 5,000 people packed out. A bunch of old guys. We had 42 on one team and 40 on the other. Wow, you like full contact. Full contact. Where'd you get the gear from? Our gear. Your gear? Okay. Yeah, we used our gear. And, uh, you know, we they signed a form. I mean, it was just awesome. Just to get. Them two guys, a lot of them guys know each other, of course, but, we're, you know, Mingo sure. Central has kind of, you know, built that bond, but, man, it was an awesome night, so we do that. And then we also do apparel sale. Uh, we did a car wash this year. Um, you know, the signs on the field are real big. How many of those do you all sell a year? Well, this year we're doing pretty good. Okay. You know, I mean, you would, you know, of course, but, like, um, you know, a couple of, the first year was awesome, really good. 
then the year's kind of slacked off, and this year's kind of picking up. It's just kind of, but you know, people not being so fortunate and being able to give or hey, we're winning up there. It's good advertising. Yeah, sure, right. People see you it. know how they see that, but that those are our big things. You know, we don't get our gate money. Uh, we get we get concession. Um, so that's our thing. But we take we we make a lot. We do a lot with less. I mean, we really do. Like this year, we we painted the locker room, uh, redid the office floor, and painted. Added a bunch of signs. Um, you know, the, just little things year by year. I kind of have a plan as far as that. In these past three years, we've added a lot. Right. Okay. Yeah. So on your y'all's, y'all's football Twitter feed, you can see a lot. Of that. What's what is that Twitter? Uh, Mingo Central FB. So okay. at Mingo Central FB. So football. So yeah. It's um, a really good Twitter. Yeah, we're after it all the time, man. Me and Wes, uh, again, but, uh, we're after it all the time. But our guys just, again, our guys love that, you know. I I, I know some people, I've seen a coach say, uh, we don't have to promote like a, a lot of these other schools around us do, talking about in our area. Well, I feel that's my job as a head coach. Sure. I'm going to promote these kids, promote this program. I mean, if not, what am I doing? Right. You know, and I don't care who that upsets or whatever. That's about us. Right. You know, is that promoting going to help me uh, beat you on Fridays? I have a belief it will. Right. You know, and our kids have a belief it will. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to win the off season. Right. <laughs> you know, and then we want to, you know, we want to win uh, each Friday night. So that kind of just uh, carries over, transitions over. Sure. Coach, if you could tell the, the listeners of the podcast, what's the one thing that you think is most important about being a high school coach? Just the, the takeaway from yeah. being a high school coach. I really believe relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's transitions in any, you know, uh, any level, but the relationships. And what I, when I think about that is like coaches, okay? Mm-hmm. Coaches, support staff is giving them ownership in the program. They'll work harder for you. You know, so yeah, having sure. relationships with your coaches and your support staff. And also the players know that, and I see Coach Fields, he's working hard. Hey, guys, I'm working, we're working hard for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they, they build that relationship. And I feel if you have a good relationship with them, um, they'll work harder for you. Yeah. And that's the, that's the thing we want, you know, like, we got guys coming back and being a part of it because they had a good experience. Mm-hmm. And that all that all is about relationship, you know. Sure. And I love that. That's my. That's probably my favorite thing is having those relationships, having somebody, you know, call you on your birthday, coach, love you, man. I mean, that means a lot to me. That means a lot to all our staff. Yeah. And then having those guys come back and support because they did have a good experience. Yeah, it's relationships, in my opinion. That's awesome, coach. Well, thank you for your time, and um, I enjoyed it. This will be up as soon as I get home. Put put it um, on my what's the Buzzsprout website. I don't need Wi no Wi Fi in the field house, so I gotta take it home. But uh, that's Coach Fields from Mingo Central, one of the best around. And thank you for listening to the podcast.